0: One, two, three, four! Yeah! Yeah, hello again, everybody, and welcome back. Hope you got your head bobbing to that intro music there. We love that. We are on the doorstep of a new season of fall, so we're glad to have everybody rejoin us again for the Musicians Cafe. A beautiful evening here to do this, and... uh, I'm here with my co-host and cohort Mr. Chris Gogo Gadget
1: Grey. Chris, how you feeling, my man? Pretty good, you know, I always did like the Inspector Gadget movies where stuff just flew out of the end of his fingers. <laughs> it's been a long week, man. Uh it's only Wednesday. It's hump day though. That means Friday is just around the corner and uh I'm always pretty excited about the weekend.
0: Absolutely, me too. We got some really cool guests here with us. We've got Randy and Greg from Raised on Analog. We're so glad to have them here. How are you guys feeling tonight?
2: Doing good, doing good. Doing great. Thank you for having us.
0: Oh, my gosh, man. We're super psyched to have you here. Thanks for making the trip out to Frog Hollow. We appreciate that. As we start every show, we always go through our menu and let everybody know kind of what's going on around the area here as far as music is concerned.
1: Chris, what you got on that thing, man? Well, as always, we're going to start with the national venues, starting with Jiffy Lube Live on the 5th. On the 5th of, oh, no, next month. That's yeah, they why they take I a little look, time off, I think, in Jeffy Luper. I got you. So October 5th is going to be Allison Chains, Breaking Benjamin, nice. and Bush. I am down with that one. Sounds like a pretty rocking concert. Oh, my, uh, yes. Coming up at the Tally Ho Theater uh, on the 23rd, Best of Foo, Foo Fighters Tribute. Our buddy Jimmy Lee probably going to be there. Think, he's yeah, not so, singing he's somewhere. He's <laughs> a huge <laughs> <laughs> yes. Foo yes. He'll definitely be yes. there. He'll yep. be there. Yep. And on the 24th at Tally Ho is the Pat McGee Band. The Event Center at Hollywood Casino on the 23rd, Tanya Tucker. Big concert there. Yeah. Bear Chase Brewery, the 23rd, Zach Quintana. And on the 24th, Carrie Wimbish. Bear Chase Brewery is a great place to be if you guys haven't been there yet. Have you been out there, Brian? Man, no. You know, that's
0: terrible to you, right? I should go to those places. I just don't. I haven't gotten into the craft beers yet, so I'm working on that, but I promise I'll be there sometime soon. That's why God made Bushlight. I think so.
1: Uh, The Box Office Brewery on the 23rd, Chad C. and Timber Ridge. And on the 24th, our buddy Robbie Lyman. Yep. Uh, The Canary Grill out in uh, Berkeley Springs. Uh, West Virginia on the 23rd. Mr. Brian Stutzman. We've had Brian on the show before. Yeah, man. Uh, and actually, this Tuesday, uh, which is yesterday, as of when we're recording this, uh, he just released his brand-new EP, uh, Creekside Sessions, and that's available anywhere uh, that you can stream music. So um, if you're listening to this and you know Brian Stutzman, um, the song, actually, that we aired on our episode as a sneak peek is released in full. Yep. So go check it out. You can go uh, see him anywhere, Um Anywhere you can find this podcast, actually. So if you're listening to us, you can uh, listen to Brian as well. Yeah, Randy and Greg, have you guys ever been up to the Canary Grill
0: up I, in Berkeley I Springs? Not. I have not. No. Oh my gosh! No. It, it not only is it a good place to go watch music, it's it's a great restaurant. It sets up on top of a hill, beautiful view. Man, make the trip. I promise. Have us check that out. Yeah.
3: yeah, Berkeley Springs, I think, is one of those. Uh, Hidden gems. It They've is. got a lot of good places. They got there. the Troubadour
0: up there too. You know, and, they reach and, out to me all the time yep. about mentioning them and so the Troubadour everybody. But yeah, go out and check them out. And they could
1: olive as well.
0: Yes. There you go. Forgot yeah. about that
1: one. Yeah. It Piccadilly Brew House uh here in Winchester. On the twenty third, Robbie Lyman's busy again. Uh, and I'm assuming that's his band. And on the twenty fourth, Blue Ridge Rain with Mr. Uh, Chad. Actually, Laughlin. I think it's
2: just his solo. Oh, is it uh, this Friday night? Th- this Friday, yeah, solo. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm glad we have uh, more educated people than we are. <laughs> no, this <right>? is why. This <laughs> is why we, no, is why we see that. Today, smart yeah. people. <laughs> uh, Randy the Rescue Band, appreciate it. But even Robbie by himself is a is a great yeah, he's uh, a, entertainer. He's so amazing. Absolutely he truly is amazing. Don't let yeah. that stop you. Yeah. Uh, and then again, uh, Chad Laughlin uh, with Blue Ridge Rain keeps putting out new music as well. So uh, check him out anywhere you can stream music. Uh, Backseat Bar and Grill. This has been a, a very popular venue that we've been talking about here lately. On the 24th, uh, our guys, our friends from Trainwreck will be there. Right. They're a great local band. Uh, the Monument on the 23rd, downtown Winchester. Tyler Brayden. Um, actually, I think Jake Cohn's going to be playing there as well uh, to open. And on the 24th, the Leg Warmers. They're playing two different shows there.
0: Right, They're two during the day. I don't know the times of the early matinee, but it's you know it's in the e- early part of the evening. What do you know about the leg warmers, Brian? All I know is is they are an '80s type cover band, and they apparently they get everything just right. They do all styles of music from the '80s, which we all loved, right? Yep. Uh, I noticed that the next night they're at Ramshead Live in Baltimore, so they're making sort of a tour up and down the East Coast. And do you know anything about them, Randy? Have you ran into? I, I've them?
2: never, I've never actually seen them live. I haven't um, either. Yeah, but I know they're. I know they're good. I'm um, sure. I've um, yeah. Seen some videos and uh, I think they're based out of DC. Is that what it is?
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, they they look great. So
1: Um at the Bright Box, downtown Winchester, uh on the twenty third is Lithium, which is a Nirvana tribute band. You get you all the time walk around seeing people uh wearing Nirvana shirts. I saw a video today that uh a young kid was wearing it around and, and said that they thought Nirvana was a clothing company. Uh, so the, the new rule is if you can't sing at least three of their songs, you can't wear the shirt.
3: My daughter has a Nirvana t-shirt. I asked her, I said, so who's the drummer for Nirvana?
1: She did not have a clue. <laughs> Shame on her. That's all right. It's a cool. shirt. It's just some cred there. Sorry, Mr. Girl. Yeah. Sorry. And on the 24th at bright box, Frank Sullivan and dirty kitchen. So that's a bluegrass band, right? It
0: is. They, they say it's, it's some rock and bluegrass. So it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun.
1: Just a couple more for you here from around the area. The Paladin one, which is in Stephen City on the 23rd, opposite Shores, and on the 24th, Luke Johnson. Uh, Luke Johnson's also going to be playing at P2 on Friday, so he's got a busy weekend at both the Paladins. uh, And on the 24th at P2 here in Clearbrook is Jeremiah Prophet. So, uh, that's coming up. West Oaks Farm Market Friday night West Oaks uh, on the twenty third Blackjack Band we just had them on for episode twelve Melon Jim yay and uh, they are opening for the Nathan Barkis Band uh, if you guys haven't heard the Nathan Barkis Band they're tight uh, they're rocking they're uh, they're a country band uh, it's it's that cool sound that's popular right now with country music that's not the pop country it's not the bad. Bad, evil, pop country. <laughs> so make sure you go check them out on the 23rd. And the 24th is the Jess Spoon Band. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about them. I've seen a couple videos lately. It's a pretty cool band. It's, uh, it's, it's a great groove. We, we got to have them on at some point yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, and then lastly here, uh, Brian has listed on the menu Four Corners Club, which is in Inwood, West Virginia. On the 24th, another band we need to have on here very soon is Bottle Shock.
0: Yeah, they reached out to us about being on the show and have been real uh, good about communicating with me, so I thought I might give them a a shout-out about playing in the area this weekend, so definitely check that out. Chris, I got one here I want to knock out, too. I got an email to recognize. All right, so I'm going to ask you, because you're going to help me on this, Chris. Watts. I know it's an acronym for, do you remember what it's for? It's for thermal shelter.
1: Winchester, Winchester area, area temporary, temporary thermal, thermal shelter. Is that what
0: it is? Yep. Thank you guys. Appreciate that. Okay. So the Watts group here in Winchester is having an evening of caring and sharing. It's going to take place October the 1st at Bowling Green Country Club. And it starts at five in the evening and goes till 10 at night. It's casual attire. The cool thing about it is they got a lot going on. They got raffles, they got guest speakers, they got awards, they've got a selfie station, they've got a cash bar. And then the band is going to be the Fog Band, which has been around for a long time in this area. They're really good if you want to go check it out. Tickets are available now uh, at watts homelessshelterorg Tickets are $50. Uh, you can reach out to uh, someone from the Watts group at 540 514. 7218. So please make sure you uh, mark that on your calendar. October the 1st, Bowling Green Country Club North, an evening of sharing and caring for the Watts group here in Winchester. Uh, it's the third annual one that they have had, and so it sounds like a great time for a great cause. So don't forget about that. that. And uh, that's all I got.
1: Yeah, that wraps up our menu, Brian. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, somebody asked me this week, they were like, yeah, you know, what you guys are doing is great, but uh, don't you think you're going to run out of talent around the Winchester area? I mean, uh, both these guys sitting no. across the table from no. us are shaking their heads. No. no. It's amazing some of the, the people that, um, I mean, not not just bands, but people within the bands that have been to incredible places. Man, we just have so many folks to get to. Uh, but tonight, uh, we're in good shape, aren't we, with episode 13? We, sure we sure are. Hanley High School, represent, right? That's right. We'll you graduated the same year, maybe? Same year, class, 84.
3: Yep. Class of Boom. 84.
0: Yeah. yeah, I figured it out. Randy and I have been friends for a while. I'm just meeting Greg tonight for the first time, but I thought I remembered that. About you guys. Um, first of all, once again, welcome and thank you for being here. Raised on analog, man. You guys are killing it every weekend. Out playing wherever you're playing at. I always hear good reviews. I've seen you several times. Amazing. Um, so congratulations on all your success so far. Thank you. But thank take you. me back. Okay. You guys are high school buddies, I think, right? That's yeah. correct. Yeah. So fill me in on how it all started.
3: Well, I'll let, I'll let Greg kind of talk about the high school the okay. days of it. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so um, in high school, we had this thing called the JV Show, which was the junior variety show. And we got together and decided that it would be kind of a cool idea to make some music videos. Now, this is back in the 80s, right. before music videos even existed. Wow. And uh, Randy had <clears throat> a nice little um, office space with a bay, and we went in there and did single take videos of Hold On Loosely by by 38, know, special. 38 mm-hmm. special. Yep. Um, we did 2112 by oh, Rush. Oh, yes. So, yes. And, um, <laughs> what was the Scorpion song? Uh, no One Like You? The, yeah, Rocky Like a Hurricane. Oh, Rocky, Rocky like, like a Hurricane. Rocky yeah, Like yeah, a Hurricane. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We recorded these songs and played them at our JV show and that was like you know people were like going crazy, like, "Oh my God, you guys sound just like the originals." Well, we played the original songs. we didn't actually play the music so <laughs> but, they, no but they but yeah, they yeah, thought yeah. it was us, but anyways. Yeah, right, so that's kind of how it all started, and then there was you know many high school bands and different people coming in and out, a lot of people from up in the Hakerstown area with Heather and all that right yeah um and that and and then we got out of it, okay, and we literally took a hiatus from pretty much the time we got out of high school, I think.
2: Well, yeah, uh, so out of high school, I af- after the, the rock band right. era for me, then I, I joined the drum corps and played, did that right. for a number of years, okay. and um, but then I think we both got into our careers, and yeah. for me, I think it was 26 years I didn't play at all. Wow. Um, and
3: Yeah, and then it was time for our 30th high school reunion, and... I'm just sitting around one day, and Randy calls me and says, Hey, we're thinking about, you know, maybe getting some people from the class together, doing a couple songs. And that was how it all started. So I joined up with uh, Randy um, and a few other people, and we came up with some songs to play for our 30th high school reunion. That was the Rush Shakers, which wow. was the old the old band that we originally started with and people were like, Oh, you guys need to go out and play more. So we did. Right. And I guess after three years, there was kind of a, a, a a division as far as Randy and I and the keyboard player wanted to play more and they did not want to play more. So then uh, we brought in some other musicians and started raised on analog, and that's kind of how that got started so it was something that really wasn't ever supposed to happen it just kind of right it just kind of snowballed and uh, we both really enjoyed being back in the limelight I think yeah
2: cool
0: absolutely
1: like Jake and Elwood were putting the band <laughs> back together it was kind
3: of like that Yeah, so um,
1: obviously you guys uh, didn't uh, do the band by yourself who was who was like the original Uh, Raised on Analog or that first group you got together who was part of that? Sure so obviously myself and
2: Greg and Wayne Zimmerman who is with um, uh, Mojo Mothership back with Mojo Mothership Okay. I played with Mojo for a short period and met Wayne and then Wayne um, was kind of doing double duty with Mojo the Rush Shakers and then eventually Raised on Analog so he was one of the founding members of Raised on Analog right? and then uh, Adrian Shipman um, who some people might know her from Terry Oates and the Mudcats right. and then her mother is also Cindy Aramo of Mojo Mothership uh, she was one and then we had John uh, Hansbro. John Hansborough, John Hansborough. Um, he was our guitarist he's no longer in the band but uh, he comes back and plays now and then right. and then we had um, uh, John J.D. J- or J.D. Yeah, J- uh, J- John Dodd was his name. Right. Sorry, I keep turning away from the microphone. I'm not. No, it's okay. oh, yeah. yeah. no, no. no um, good. Uh, and, and J.D. Was, was with us for a while. Then Richie
3: Walls, Walls. Walls. Yeah, and then now we have Linda, right? Linda Cerba. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah. So the the original so. band started out kind of you know um, we we gathered a group of people together that we thought had the same goals as us, which was to go out and. You'll play more shows, right? And and the same love of '80s and '90s, you know, rock music, but that was also danceable. Something you know that we wanted to try to play something for everybody.
0: Sure, yeah. I've looked at your song list. I'm sorry, Chris. I looked at your song list, and I think you're doing just that. Yeah, but it's like the '60s on up right. you know it's a little bit of foundations yeah. in there i saw and things yeah. like that so yeah.
1: yeah that's exactly the point i was going to make too is that I, I did check out your website and the feeling that you get from that song list and from the bio is uh, a feeling of of high energy and of dance and a party and of, of just yeah. just good feels right and so i mean that's what i've always experienced when i heard you guys play um it also said that you have a mix of funk pop and country is that still accurate i mean um yeah
2: i would i would say that we're we're not as strong in the country portion that we as we like to be and that we want to to probably round that out a little bit but um uh you know pop is probably our, our our focal point right now
1: Well, and what's interesting is I've looked through uh, also the bios on, on the website, and it all makes sense why that um, that groove of music everybody agrees on. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's everything from the rock in the 90s and the 80s. Uh, these are all separate people in your band, and you say, hey, I want to do this one, I want to do this one, and it all mashes up. It's kind of like what we do uh, yeah. a little yeah. bit when we play out. It's, you know, Brian will suggest something, and I'll suggest something, my wife will suggest something, and it just comes together and makes a a great mix of people that just like making music together uh, and playing what you like. Right.
0: It's all about getting them out on the dance floor and having a good time. That's that's exactly true. Having fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like the name you guys had a while ago when you said you first got to get back together, the Rush Shakers. Yeah. That's actually really cool because I can understand that. Great name. Yeah. How long did it take to shake that rust for you? you know, Randy, I know you told me you would won 26 years or whatever it
2: was. Uh, it took a while, did honestly. Uh, and honestly, I, there's days I still feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm there. But um, no, it really probably a year of, of, of playing out. Right. Uh, there was a lot of nerves in the beginning. Um, you know, as a drummer, you know, obviously my focus is to, to keep time. Sure. When you're nervous, sometimes that's hard to do. Sure. When you rush things, you, you know, whatever. Uh, Brian so, never does that. I always do that. <laughs> always, So uh, yeah. So, um, it took a while, but I think we're, we're, I think we're honing in on it now. Good, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you are. Yeah.
1: Was it something where um, you got that call and you were like, "Crap, I don't have any rig at all. Like, I have to go get this." Or did you? Do you had? Did you have equipment left over that you were able to throw together? No,
2: everything's new. Um, we did. I didn't have anything. I mean, other than drums, I have my original set from nineteen 1970- seventy. Uh, five, wow. I think uh, it's a Slingerland. It, it, it actually had a Neil Peart, um I don't want to call it an imitation, but I mean it was it was very uh, he close them, to yeah. to what he had. Right, uh, with, uh, without all the chimes and all the other things he had. But you uh, had chimes, I did, but not. <laughs> Not what he had, right, but uh, you know anyway, um so it, it I, I still had the drums, but I, then I bought some new drums to to uh, gig out with because they were right. just, at this point, those are a collector's item, and i don't, I don't want to uh yeah. to, to play those on a regular basis, but um so no, to answer your question, Chris, is that um we bought all new equipment all right we we bought as a band all new equipment, wow, so we
1: had the latest and greatest. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about uh, vintage equipment that just sounds so, so good. But there's nothing like unboxing a new speaker or a soundboard right. and just breaking right. that thing in. Right. No doubt. No doubt.
3: Yeah, it's actually yeah. actually kind of interesting, that whole thing. So when we first started out, we had a pretty much a kludge of instruments and, and equipment. Um, I didn't even own a bass amp at that point in time. I had a little practice amp. Uh, Randy found this little Trace Elliott that I used. Um, It was a piece of crap, (laughs) but it worked. And then I ended up buying an SWR and we had this big, huge setup that took two hours to set up and two hours to rip down and so forth. Then we started thinking about it. It's like, you know, the music that we're playing, you know, we're trying to get people up on the dance floor. We don't need all of this, all of this reinforcement. And, I mean, that's, that's one of the things I think that has actually helped us the most is the fact that we've really pared down and like, we have no amps on stage anymore. Everything goes direct in, we go direct to a PA. We can go into any venue and just plug right in, uh, without a whole bunch of equipment. We still sound good. Uh, we've got, I mean, technology has done wonders as far as, you know, being able to reproduce amp sounds through just these little, you know, four by four boxes. And, uh, yeah, you know now, especially with uh, you know aging musicians, um, <clears throat> it's it's, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to be able to go in ouch, and ouch, ouch, ouch. No, it, it is an ouch. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's kind of nice to be able to go into a venue and be able to get set up in half an hour.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yep. Uh,
3: with all this new technology and everything, and it's it's kind of a it's kind of a kind of a stab at our name, you know, raised on analog. Yet everything we have is digital.
1: <laughs> I was going to point yeah, that out, but much. you already did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why not? It's so much lighter, and it it's is. so sharp, and it, and you can record so easily right. off of it. Exactly.
2: Right. The right. drums are still are still analog. Okay, let's just point that. Okay, oh, go. Go. just you go. make yeah. sure you guys note that. All right? so that
0: definitely noted.
2: Because I keep people ask me all the time, "Are you going to use electronics?" Uh, and I'm like, oh hell no, That's not going to happen. <laughs> or, or I, can I say hell?
0: Yes, sorry. Right. absolutely, right. you right. can. Right. And we're cut <laughs> from the same cloth. Yeah. Okay. Randy and I are very similar in age, and we both play the same instrument. And I'm just curious, Randy. It sounds like you and I have similar influences growing up. Uh, you mentioned Neil, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is you know worldwide. But are there certain drummers now, or ones that you look at, and you sort of get a groove influence from them, or something that about them that makes you play a certain way?
2: The the quick answer is is probably yes, but I I always go back to the roots of 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 whether it be Rush or you know the the bands we grew up in the late seventies, early eighties, right? Stuart Copeland. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I think there's a lot of new talent that kind of has changed the face of of drumming. Uh, They they've come become so more creative. And tried to figure things out, and whether it's you stick with the rock, or if you go with you know jazz, like you know Dave Weckl, you know, or right. or, or uh, Gavin Harrison, or someone like that with the Porcupine Tree. I mean, those guys are, are doing stuff that's just you know mind-boggling. Right. And I think that for me, it's like trying to follow those guys and, and create you know a new a new path of of talent, if you will. Um, that's that i, I want to spend time doing that but that's hard to do when you're doing cover tunes
0: right, you know so right.
2: you when you're trying to learn you know basically 2 4 type patterns all the time and to spend the time and go and learn all these 12 8 or 13 25s or whatever the heck they're doing, i mean <laughs> right. you know it, it i i want to spend time doing that stuff as well but it's hard to do right so.
1: right 100% well and i don't think that a lot of people realize um randy that you can play so many different styles on the same drum kit. It may not sound quite right playing jazz on a rock kit, but you, sure. can, you can do it. It's just it, it, it isn't how you play. Same thing goes for a bass, right? And I mean, yeah, it, it's way different whether you're playing an upright or... Have you ever played upright? I have not. Well, we'll get you on one. <laughs> I've never played one either. <laughs> but it looks cool. Um, but, you know, there's definitely different styles of playing. Uh, and playing cover tunes, uh, like you said, it... Do you ever feel like you're um, like you're kind of chained to a sound that you've got to sound exactly like, or do you guys try no. to put your own spin on it? we We put our own spin on it. so we're
3: we're kind of uh, unique in that way. So we play cover tunes, but we'll always try to find covers of covers. Yeah. In other words, people who have redone yes. classic covers. But in a different way, like a good example is Tainted Love, you know, the, the big right. soft sell soft yeah, mm-hmm. hit from the 80s. Mm-hmm. So there's this, uh, there's this girl named Imelda May, who is a rockabilly artist, who redid that song. And we do the song in that style, okay. as opposed to the original style. And there's a number of other songs that we do the same. Uh, you know, the, the the old standard, "These Boots Are Made for Walking" right. by Nancy Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a much more modern version of it, uh, and that's really helped keep things fresh. And it's, uh, it's 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 that type of thing. You know that that where we we basically take what other artists have done to cover songs and then kind of replicate that, um, and that kind of keeps things you know kind of kind of new and. And it might be just the way that people haven't heard the song before. I
0: gotcha. Yeah. yeah, okay. I totally understand that too. Sometimes I like the fresh feel of a, of, of a remake and mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: But but the, but to the, the expand on that, the ones that we don't modify, we try to play them as close oh, yeah. to a, the original as possible. And from from a drumming standpoint, I always try to play the fills exactly how yep. everybody's familiar with you know, I don't modify those at all. There may be other parts of the song that I'll have some, you know, ad lib on, but the the main things that people re- recognize, yes. I'll, I'll play those exactly. Yeah, exactly and right.
0: it makes the the song feel more comfortable, right? You know, to folks who are out there maybe yeah. singing along with you or tapping their toe, or whatever. You guys. Have all right, so how long has raised in, on analog actually been like a, a unit out playing? How, how many years? Five now? years, five years.
2: It's been yeah. five years. Yeah, July 17th was our first oh. uh public gig in tw- uh July 2017. 2017? 2017,
0: yeah, yeah,
3: 2017.
0: Gotcha, though. cool. Yeah. Um, not your you guys aren't full time music, right? You both have the, the band has other full time jobs. You do this, that is correct. correct. Okay, good. Okay, so reason, a point I'm getting to we've had a lot of folks on the show that are full-time musicians and I mm-hmm. admire them for that. I really do. That's taken a, a leap of faith because that's a hard thing to do. But I also think there's a lot of hardness to being a musician that plays on the weekends and also has a full-time job. So how does that affect your, your scheduling? Do you want to play as much as, as you possibly can? Or does it like, I need a couple of weekends each week, each month to be off. How do you go about that? <laughs>
3: We don't get nearly as much time off as what we would like to have off. Yeah. Really, um, but, but on
2: the, at the same time, we don't play as much as we want to play. Okay, so, I mean, it, it, it's a dichotomy. I mean, really, I'm sure. Um, you, you know, for instance, Adrian and Linda, the, t- the two female vocalists for the band, you know, they they have, especially Adrian, they they have a lot of other gigs besides the band. I mean, they're they're three four days a week. Wow. Um, but myself. Greg, and, and I didn't get to mention his name earlier, but uh, Mick Langford is our guitarist currently, mm-hmm. and he's uh, a fantastic guy from where's he from, England? He is, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he couldn't be with us. He's in Hawaii tonight. Oh, wow. Or Hawaii. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's terrible to be him, right? Yeah, but he's he a business trip, right? So he, he would he like Greg and I, he wants to play as much as he can play. So
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah,
2: we it, play
3: too much, but we don't play enough. Right. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I, I get think, that.
1: I think we all get that. Um, yeah. I mean, just right now, I was just telling Brian before you guys came over here that we were so dang busy, especially in this fall time. And uh, to book gigs like you guys do for a full band, you kind of got to do that a good ways out. And you got to block that schedule out for a long time. Do you find that hard? Or, I mean, uh, is it? If it if, it is it is difficult
3: because you know i mean we all have families and we all have expectations
1: um and so do your wives yeah they do yeah yes yes <laughs> yeah. they do yeah uh
3: and and that's it's it's a hard balance you know um we played a lot this year i think we had what 38 gigs between apple blossom and halloween wow yeah I that's a that's good bit yeah is like, very like busy. 30, 30, 38 gigs so i mean that's you know if you think about it that's you know that's that's a lot of gigs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and when is, you've yeah. got you know a family also that you're trying to take into consideration, and you are not a full-time musician, because you've still got a full-time job as well, right? and then add 38 gigs on top of that, that is a delicate balancing act. Oh, my.
1: Yeah. As oh well my. as practice. I mean, a lot of people just come out to venues and say, yeah, this band was great. I didn't go home, but... We all know as musicians, you can't do that. You, you got to spend time together. You got to play together. We,
3: we spend probably three times as much time off stage as we do on stage.
0: Sure. Which is the way it absolutely should be. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've noticed, you, you, you guys have stories, I'm sure, but I was you know, checking your your um, webpage out as well. You've played some really cool places, I'm sure, but I noticed that you played ahead of a well commander's game now redskins whatever it yeah, may have been that was, yeah. Crack, yeah. That was really cool I had yeah. to, that had to be a lot of fun tell me a little yeah, bit about that so
2: um i had some friends at the stadium and uh, we were talking one day and they were like hey would you you guys want to come over and play for uh, you know before a game and it, now we were not in the stadium we were out right. in the parking lot um and uh it was it was it was awesome it was not nine thirty or nine or nine thirty in the morning um, which is early for for a band but yeah. we, we did it um, but uh, I just want to go on record saying we've never gotten paid for that gig really yes that's, been, that's been five years yeah. ago. Come The which they screwed us yeah, yeah they, they, I, I got the whole oh, the checks in the mail and uh, oh. you know we sent it to the wrong address I got all that crap and they still have not paid us.
0: How long of a gig was it I'm sorry
2: it was, it was the the three hours, hours. Yeah, it was three really? hours yeah.
1: Yeah. Another reason not to like the Red Exactly. Saints.
2: Commanders. The commandos. Whatever <laughs> that
0: is. I don't even know what a commander is. Come on, you know. Oh, my. So, but, yeah,
2: that was a cool gig. No question. I mean, we've had a lot of great gigs, and then, honestly.
3: And you know, we've, we've played um, a number of times over at Chiffy Lube Live. Have you really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah over in the, uh, the the VIP area. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before shows. We've played, like, before Sticks and REO Speedwagon, Speedwagon. Nice. Uh, Poison. um, Uh, Maroon Five, so yeah, you know, yeah, that those are those are pretty cool experiences as well. Absolutely, Uh, crappy pay, but good
0: experience. Is it? I'm going to ask the natural question: Did you cross paths with any of the musicians that you've been
1: there around? No, No. there's no, 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 no. You could have made up a story. We could have. (laughs) We could have made up a story, but no, we're We're not not, going to lie. Yeah, Yeah. they come up (laughs) and sang one with us. Man, it was great. Well, so we're talking about big venues. What about some venues here around Winchester that you've played at uh, that are your favorite? We are supporting local uh, venues as well.
3: So, I mean, I have to say the monument has kind of got it going on. We were actually the first band to play there. Oh, nice. On cool. yeah. okay. uh, New Year's Eve this past year. That was mm-hmm. the first public yeah. event that was held at the monument. Uh, that was cool. We've done it one other time since. We've got a, uh, a private wedding that we've got coming up. Um, uh, weekend after next, and then we've got actually a Rush Shakers reunion show that yeah, is, that uh, that we're doing. Um, that's the for McKee. The, the McKee sweater uh, party. Oh, so yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That big That'd thing. Be fun. Yeah, yeah. So
2: uh, I, I'm just expanding on Greg a little bit. So I, I you know, when the re, when when ROA or Raison Analog got started, Dale and Carol down at the Piccadilly Brew Pub were super supportive of us. We we had a ton of gigs there the first year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. So I mean, a big part of our su- success in the beginning is is due to them. Right. And um, unfortunately, they're not doing live bands like they used to. So um, you know, hopefully, they'll get back to to where where they were. Right. And um, but you know, in the meantime, you know, we've had, we've been just really, uh, Greg mentioned the Monument. I mean, uh, backseat. West Oaks, those guys are doing. All of those guys are doing a great job. Uh, you know Jerry out there at, at Backseat. You know what he's doing with his new event center. That's going to yep. be amazing. Um, it's it really it, we have a great local music scene right now. That's that's growing, and 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 I love seeing seeing the new bands that, that are coming out. Right, and uh, it's 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 awesome to see. It really yep. is. Yeah, absolutely,
0: absolutely.
3: And actually, some some of some of my favorite shows are actually. Maybe the more low key ones, okay uh, for nonprofits, right. We do a lot of stuff for nonprofits like next weekend, actually this coming weekend, you know, we're doing the Discovery Museum Gala. Oh good. this will okay. be our you know, yeah. third year for that. Um, in Octo- October October eighth, which is the first or the second Saturday in October. Mm -hmm. um we're doing a thing out at winchester cider works with cheers to charity to support froggy's closet oh nice uh so i kind of i really kind of get into the whole um you know kind of helping the community type gigs uh those are always a lot of fun
0: good yeah and that's great to hear for sure i was going to ask you because we didn't have it on the menu we always kind of hold off of that for whoever we have as guests you mentioned some of your gigs are there others coming up that you want to get out there and let people know about that are going to be coming up in the next few weeks? Besides well, I think,
2: those. yeah, that was that was definitely two of them that we, and I don't know, the the gala at um, the Discovery is, I, the, I, they maybe cap number of tickets off at that one. Uh, that's on the rooftop, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. It's oh, a yeah. super cool place yeah. to play. But yeah.
3: I, I think uh, the other one, well, Porches for... Yeah, porches oh, for a purpose. That's that's, uh, that's the Winchester Literacy Literacy um, uh, Group. They do this thing. This is the second year that they do it. They basically take a whole bunch of the porches downtown and they have a progressive dinner. Wow. and then the dessert is served in Kimberly's parking lot right downtown, and we play there. Oh, nice. That, that's that's, cool. that's a cool one yeah. as well. It's, it's really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: definitely would be. Yeah. Well, guys, man, it's been great hanging out with you. We wish you nothing but the best as you go forward. It sounds like you guys are full steam ahead and having a good time, and everything's working out well, right?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is, there anything, is there anything we missed? Anything you guys wanted to bring up before we head oh, out? Oh, wow, we could go on for hours. <laughs> um,
0: well, that means that you're going to come back, and we'll, well do another that's, show. That's what we're going to do. i happy to do that, absolutely. <laughs> can, <laughs> I
3: say, can I say butthole surfer's rule?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> okay. You can say
3: it. So <laughs> <ones> you want <laughs> to.
1: That is a ban for you people out there that think you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. We definitely, yeah. Y'all got to bring the girls back next time. Yeah, they, yeah, uh, they're well, both busy tonight.
2: Yeah, so. I know, yeah, Adrian had a gig as yep, usual, um, yep. and Linda she teaches. Uh,
3: so she she teaches voice. Yes, she's oh, cool. over in Ashburn teaching right now. So yeah, and
1: Mick. we don't want to leave Mick out. Well, Mick's
3: he's in on the business, trip. so we're not we're, talking we're right. about him. Yeah, Man. Okay. quotes.
1: Man, maybe he's listening. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. up. <laughs> well, oh, my. Ep- episode thirteen of the Musicians Cafe wrapping up. Uh, Greg, Randy, thank you so much for coming out. You guys know who are listening out there where to find us, all of our major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, uh, Amazon, Google, anywhere you can find us. We so, so much appreciate your, um, your support. Also, if you want to reach out to us, hit us up on our Facebook page, which is Musicians Cafe Podcast, or hit us up on our Gmail email address at musicianscafe one at gmail.com yes yeah absolutely do that our listenership
0: is going through the roof folks thank you so much for doing that we're having a ball doing this but obviously from the feedback that we're getting people are enjoying this and it's because of guys like randy and greg being here and telling us a little bit about their music background again guys thank you so much appreciate it chris can't do without you man you're always the you know you're always the cog that turns the wheel buddy yes sir i'll be here when you need me absolutely (laughs) all right folks thanks again for joining us and uh until we see you next week peace